everyone. Welcome to another episode of AQ's Blog and Grill. Today is a special episode because I have a very special guest. And it's no surprise, it's the face and brains behind AQ's Blog and Grill, Mr. Alan Corey. Oh. Welcome, Alan. Thank you, Angela. So I have to start first. How does it feel to be on the other side? Uh, this, <laughs> I mean, I'm feeling in the hot seat here. You're nervous? I am nervous. Are you scared of me? I'm not scared of you, mm -hmm. but I'm going to say I'm being very careful. Be very cautious. Because you have a background. You've had your own talk show. Uh, I don't know what kind of surprises <laughs> or ambushes are going to happen here. Oh, so just relax I'm... and breathe. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about leadership today. Okay. In your interview with Guy Kawasaki, very smart guy. Very smart guy. Yes, he stated that. A very smart entrepreneur would hire people who are smarter than he is mm -hmm. or she is. Yep. But is that where it ends? What to you does leadership mean in all of that? Well, I think, I think Guy's point is, is absolutely correct, that you should always be hiring people who are smarter than you, or as he also says, A, a people hire A plus people. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, sometimes B people hire C people in order to make the B person feel better, and then yes. C people will hire D people, and that's the way it can go. And then, he's, as he says, then your organization suffers from the bozo explosion, where, where you've got too many D players and mm -hmm. not enough A players. Mm -hmm. So th that is, is important to know. The key to leadership is not just recruiting those, those kind of people, okay. but the key to leadership is then moving out of their way Okay. So that they can actually um, leverage, they can actually exploit their own brand of, of thinking and their particular strengths and talents and don't feel overshadowed sure. or uh, bothered by the person who recruited them to do the job but then doesn't seem to be able to let them go. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, great leaders, I believe, don't micromanage. Uh, as a matter of fact, they may not even... Should not. Yeah. They, and, and they shouldn't really be in the day-to-day -day things. That's how organizations grow into, into greatness, other, besides just being... You can be good, mm -hmm. but you can't be great unless the leader says, I'm hiring people who are smarter than I am, and I'm going to let them do what they're best at. Okay. So when you say, let them do what they're best at, does that also include kind of giving them free reigns? How much... Free range should you give these uber smart people when you hire them because they're smarter than you? Yes. How much freedom should you give them in terms of running well, the show? Well, I believe if your organization is going to be successful, mm -hmm. that, that leadership has to be the oxygen okay. inside the organization. That it has to become a cultural imperative that everyone in the organization has leadership responsibilities mm -hmm. as well as leadership duties. So it would be irresponsible for the, um, for the leader to hire someone smarter and not give them guidelines okay. to not discuss the role okay. that that person has and the responsibilities that that person has, and then you know have whatever's needed, uh, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annual. Targets. Yeah, yeah, and, and have a dialogue about those and, and say, instead of, you know, I wouldn't have done it that way. Say, that was an interesting approach. Okay, so Tell some me. level of liberty, but 
with yes. guidelines. So the leader sets the rules, kind of. Well, exactly. And I think that's where you, you have a more democratic approach to leadership, but it's not anarchy. Okay. I think you can see companies where uh, the founder or whoever just lets everybody run. Mm -hmm. uh, that may be okay in the short term, mm -hmm. but if those people aren't sharing a vision, mm -hmm. and that's part of the founder's responsibility, is to make sure that the vision is accessible to people and they can make it their own. And then you've got people aligning and collaborating, going in the same direction, yes. but they're not in a lockstep. Okay. So it's not like, it's not bureaucratic, it's just... The, the absolutely seamless. worst thing for any organization to succeed is bureaucracy. Mm. Because that's simply a series of excuses for not moving forward because, oh, we have a rule against that. Hmm. Or we've never done it that way before. Hmm. Or we have a process that must be not only obeyed, mm -hmm. but it must be worshipped. Yeah. Whoa, and that's when you start to get into a cult and... and not often do good things happen okay. when an organization becomes a cult. At Quarry, uh, where I've been for the no, last... I was just going to talk about Quarry, because oh, I've, okay. I've been to Quarry Integrated Communications, yes. and I just love the work environment. Oh, thank you. So is that something the leader has to establish, a very, a really calm but fun work environment? Yeah, it is. People, uh, we watch. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one thing to put your values up on the wall. Yes. Yeah. Now, or <laughs> beside the elevator so that everybody <laughs> can see them. That, that to me is so surface. That's cosmetic. Okay. Where the depth comes from, where the reality comes from, is people watching the behavior. Mm -hmm. People seeing the words being uh, acted upon. Okay. Oh. So that really is a value here. Mm -hmm. It's not just something that they decided in the an offsite. in your employee handbook. Oh yeah, the employee handbook at our organization has one page. Just one page? One it's page. It's not like it's a... No, 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 oh, no. Oh dear. And on that one page is one sentence. Just one sentence? One sentence. Could you? Would you like to hear that sentence? I would love to hear it. Here it is. No speedos. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> That's, yeah, absolutely. That is, I mean, I would absolutely not be interested in being a participant in an organization that has a, uh, a process and procedures mm -hmm. binder. I can understand, maybe, if you're 1,500 employees or you're 20,000 across global. But at the same time, be careful because your creativity your leadership will be squashed yep. by, well, check it, what does it say in the book? Mm -hmm. Well, that book, those procedures were written five years ago or 10 years ago. But that is, but you do something unique. You're in advertising and marketing. Yep. Yep. So there is, it is a company about creativity. Yes. So you should allow some, a lot of freedom for your creative staff to do their work. Absolutely. So when you are in a, say, a tech company mm -hmm. where it's a lot of techies and nerds, or- <laughs> Techie and nerds, or okay. A, or a law firm, and you just want to yes. do something really different. Right. Should the, is it one, should it be the same, no speedos for every single company? Or should they have, should some companies have their own rules? Absolutely. and and. 
I think, Angela, that, that's key, is, is every organization owes it to themselves and owes it to their stakeholders uh, to, be, to be unique, not just in what they do, but how they do it okay. and why they do it. Okay. So if I was a law firm, then I would need to have a, a bigger binder okay. or outline okay. of things of what we do and what we don't do mm -hmm. or how we do them because there are processes that uh, we're responsible to, to a court or to you know, some legislation. All right. But the key thing would be, because a law firm has got to be creative. Yeah. An accounting firm has, has to, be. to be creative. Well. Yeah, <laughs> to, a, to an extent. <laughs> and, and the tech company has to be creative. So you, you, you have to then bring the uh, realities up through that. But the, the core is, is the culture. The core is the mindset mm -hmm. of, okay, let's not take ourselves too seriously too here. Too seriously, okay. And let's collaborate. Because we're seeing now, and because I've been lucky enough to teach at, at the university level for 23 years, wow. I'm seeing uh, students graduate who are smarter. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing students who are graduating that take more time to be thoughtful, and they're more interested in how the world's going to change for the better. And those brilliant minds are not going to work in uh, boxes. Now, the, the cubicles may be in place in the office, but if you box me in too much, I think I'm going to go work somewhere else yes. where I'm respected and where I do uh, enjoy some input. Yes, or if the pay is good, just stay here and just work like a zombie. Well, yeah. No creativity, yeah. nothing, just meet the target, hey, Mark. I'm, I'm not sure I've ever met anyone who has said, my goal in life is to be mediocre. Hmm. My goal in life is to just be... We all want to excel. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's something that's just human nature, I okay. think. I hope it is. I, well, I should think it is yeah. for some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my last question for you yes. is, now, I've met people who are smart, who are egotistical. Yes. We're very arrogant, right. who will not listen to advice because they think, please, I know, but he's, you know, they, they wouldn't even admit that they're wrong right. and everybody fails at some point. You bet. So when you have a room full of really smart people yes. with egos and arrogance and all of that running at the same time, mm -hmm. how does a leader kind of make sense of that quagmire? Just, you know, because if you have two heads of some department yes. who won't agree, who won't see eye to eye, and they're really smart people. Yep. Imagine you're Glenn Dramond, <laughs> with all respect. I love Glenn. Oh, yes. <laughs> and he is a brilliant human being. And yes. we have worked together for 32 years. Yes. So yes. How, does that, how does that work? How, yes, how does the, where, what part does the leader come in yep. and kind of you know, make sure things are running smoothly and then right. heads aren't butting because they're too smart for themselves? Yes. Well, I mean, that is, that's a huge problem in an organization that you're, of course, trying to hire people that are smarter than you all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think what, I, what I've learned over the years is that it's about we go, not ego. Okay. So you as the leader have to um, encode this, okay, remember why we are here. Okay. We are here to work as a team to help our clients build their business. So, they're the most important thing, not us. Not you, yes. So, inside, on the team, 
that makes it easier for everyone to say, well, actually, by working with this person, it is going to be helpful to the client. So I can, everyone has an ego and should have an ego and should have a healthy ego. And that should never be uh, rained upon, okay? But those egos can line up on a, on a common vision, a common uh, mission, uh, and common shared values to get great work done. Okay. And so what I've seen, uh, when you've got a person who is as brilliant as, as Glenn, Glenn Drummond, then you, I've seen him uh, manage himself, lead, okay. by understanding how he can make this thing a joint effort and not just be about him or like his idea. He knows, he, what, knows. he knows what to do. Well, I've had to point it out several times over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Glenn, you're not the norm. You know? We're, you know, we have to take some time to bring some other people onto this trip, get people on the bus, mm-hmm. and, then, and then go. And then the clients who we work with go, oh, good, so there's not just one guy. Yes. This is it's a there's, team. A, there's a team, and, and that's that's so important. I mean, you see it in you see it in theater, uh, you see it in in sports, you see it in in business, where uh, great stars, great leaders, uh, figure out a way to make the ensemble, to make the team uh, work, because then you all win, and if if your career becomes win win, mm-hmm. then guess what? It's grin grin. Yep. People are happy. Smiling all the way. Smiling. Hey, what's wrong with that? I kind of oh, I kind of love smiling. Yeah. So thank you so much, Alan. It's been fun chatting. Thank you for Great. the honor of being in your seat and owning your mic for a few minutes. There it is. Yep. You, you have the power. Well, thank you, Angela. Thank you so much. Great. Well, this has been fun, and I'll see you again on AQ's Blog and Grill. Hughes Blog and Grill.